Hi guys, how you doing today? You're welcome to this sold out podcast. And today we're looking at Daniel 5. This is in the series of Bible Before Breakfast. We normally have Bible study over WhatsApp every day. And today we're looking at Daniel 5. I mean, the idea for this is to say that we are solution providers. We need to act like one. So putting this together when i read daniel 5 i'm just going to be sharing my thoughts and some of the things that stood out to me as i read daniel 5 all right so let's begin when the world is in chaos we tend to find something supernatural to provide answers right like we feel like um, think about covid 19 pandemic for instance right we quickly start to turn to god but are we really hearing from god do we know what he's saying? Do we really hear from God or we just present a form of religiosity, right? Because, I mean, sometimes you can sense a lot of confusion. Like people just don't know what to do, what's happening. It feels like we're just like everybody else and we're just guessing what's going to happen next. And so Daniel 5 is supposed to bring us back on track and make us start to understand that we need to live a life where we kind of know what the mind of God is. And we need to start to seek to understand God and just go to him and say, you know what, we just want to know what you're, what you're saying. What are you speaking to us? Right. And Daniel 5 was an exposition on the life of King Belshazzar, right? King Belshazzar was Nebuchadnezzar's grandson, right if you didn't know that you know that now so he had a party with his rich big friends right and they were serving wine and vessels made of gold that was basically meant for the temple of god and you could tell that it was blasphemy to use sacred vessels right so we see that god wasn't pleased with belshazzar's actions and he couldn't even wait till the end of the party to make a grand entry almost like party's over guys you can't keep partying i don't like what's going on right so God showcased his displeasure in the form of a human hand that suddenly appeared in verse 5, right? So you see in Daniel 5 verse 5 that uh, a human hand appeared and it was living imprints on the wall real time. So it was actually writing, right? Think about that scene for a moment. Think about it. It's an interesting scene, right? I, like, I don't get it. Like, they actually stayed to see that the hand was writing, right? Those people must have a lot of vim, and They must be serious guys. Like, they have so much confidence. I would have put it in seconds. Like, I might be like, oh my God, I'm out of here, right? But would, would, you, would you have stayed to see all that pan out? Would you have stayed to see the people, like, there was writing on the wall, and you're just chilling. You're just like, I want to see what's going on, right? Well, I mean, some people would stay, but some people would just be like, nah, I'm out of here, right? I'm part of those people, basically. So, Belshazzar actually washed the hand as it wrote, right? And clearly... That kind of just wiped up the smile and merrymaking uh, in his face, right? And caused a lot of fear and trembling, and he became very weak, right? So it was some sort of an anticlimax, right? Where he started off with being very happy, partying, merry, and like just like having the the, the, the life of, I mean, a time of his life, basically. He was just like chilling, man. But clearly that became something else when that hand showed up. So when the hand of God shows up, in a interesting situation where god is not pleased you don't want to be faced with that right but that's not what was frightening the most right what was more frightening is the fact that he didn't know what the writing on the wall meant and he needed to find people who could bring meaning to the writing on the wall right like something was writing on the wall and you just don't know what else is going on like where the heaven is going on basically right like who is writing on the wall like what is the writing saying like how can i 
understand what's happening. So Belshazzar was in that position, right? And verse 7 is where it started to get really, really interesting for me. The wise men of Babylon, right, they summoned all of them, you know, like, let's bring all the show stoppers. Let's bring all the smartest people in the house, right? So they brought all of them and say, you know what? Tell me what this dream is, I mean, what this writing is and what does it mean, right? But to the astonishment of many, including the king, they just couldn't find meaning to it. It was actually something they don't understand because they don't have a connection to God. It was difficult, right? But verse 10 should be my testimony and my account as a Christian and to you as well, right? I guess in part, that's what the Bible emphasized in Romans 8.19 when it says, For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. But so we don't digress, let's go back to Daniel 5.10. So I'll read 5.10 for you. The queen, because of the words of the king and his lords, came to the banquet hall, right? The queen spoke saying, O king, live forever. Do not let your thoughts trouble you, nor let your countenance change. There is a man in your kingdom, in whom is the spirit of the holy God, and the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father, the king, made him chief of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. And verse 12 says, Inasmuch as an excellent spirit, emphasis, excellent spirit, knowledge, understanding, interpreting dreams, solving riddles, and explaining enigmas were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called and he will give the interpretation. Oh my God. This is somebody reading a bio of Daniel. This is just the queen. This is not even Daniel showing off. Basically, this guy had all of this in his resume. Like his CV was tight, right? It was tight, you know? I mean, so this is just powerful, right? Daniel, if you don't know, is my favorite person in the Bible. Well, now you know. He's not in your face, but he's arguably one of the wisest people to ever live, right? That has ever lived. And Daniel walked with God. And, and his walk with God is so admirable, right? You just be like, oh my God, this guy was, he, he wasn't bragging, but you can see that he was really, really cool with God, right? When I was 12, I always wanted to be like Daniel, right? I wanted to be like Daniel so bad. The guy was literally like rolling with lions in their own home. And, you know, even when Darius became king and like, there was, you could see that there was a bond between Daniel and the king. And he actually even rolled with lions as well. I mean, what a guy. In verse 17, Daniel told the king to keep his gifts. But when he showed up to try and interpret what the writing was saying and then find meanings to it, he says, you know what, you can keep your gift. But I'll go ahead to read the writings on the wall and tell you, the king, what it means. He didn't have to embark. Daniel didn't have to do marathon of prayers to make this possible. He knows God. And, you know, he, he can tell what God is saying because you can understand God's language. You don't have to panic in that situation. So that's what we need to get to as Christians. We can't be in the face of trial and God is speaking, but we don't know what God is saying. So what God are we talking about? So we need to go back to the drawing board and be like, God, I want to be able to hear you and know exactly what you're saying. It can't be that it's blurry. I need to be able to understand exactly, explicitly what you're saying. So in today's world, we're so far away from the presence of God that sometimes some of the stories or some of the things we're talking about feels like fairy tales, right? I'm talking to myself as well, so not just you, so I'm not just blaming you, I'm saying, can we start to live a life where we are a manifestation of the work of God, that the power of God is shown in the things that we do as Christians. So we're not waiting and just using, you know, almost like past glory. So we say that Peter did it, Paul did it. Yeah, that's great, Daniel did it. What about you, what about me, right? So verse 20, saw the fulfillment of fulfillment of God's word immediately. 
According to the verse, that same night, Belshazzar was slain. The excellence and accuracy of Daniel's interpretation was just mind-blowing. So let's make a commitment. And that commitment is for me. Let's study the book of Daniel, Daniel when you get some time. Um, last, uh, in, the, in the last podcast, we'd agreed yes, to spend at least one hour with God. Now, use some of those time to study the life of Daniel. Start developing connections between the life of Daniel and yours and how you can use some of his victories as templates to draw closer to God. Let's pray. Dear God, just like Daniel, let us be able to know your mind concerning issues of life. We want to be able to know when you're speaking and what you would have us do. Thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful and I will see you tomorrow. Have a great and an awesome day. Bye.